welcome to the Next Guy Up podcast. This is Messing Around Monday. We have an excellent episode for you today. We are uh, talking press release. We have a draft for you that honestly has been in our to-do list for a long time. Uh, a draft today I think is going to be very fun. I think we will uh, have a very good draft. It is going to be a board game draft. Um, a lot of people celebrated the holidays. I think if you did some tracking, uh, the Christmas and New Year's holidays are like the highest percentage board game played times of the year. And so uh, we all played a board game together during the holidays and it got us thinking. And so we, we wanted to draft some board games here, some old ones, some new ones, some of our favorites. So that's coming up at the end. I think that's going to be a really, really fun draft. And then we got some a lot of stuff in the news right now as well. So, uh, how's everybody doing post-holidays, post-Christmas? We feel good? Feeling great. Got to get this all this dessert, Christmas mm. desserts, off my body. Yeah, we're back in the gym, everybody. Mm. I never started, so I don't know if you can be back if you've never, if you never been. Isn't it not like your whole job or something? <laughs> I mean, physical therapy is, yeah, but like working out, no. Yeah, okay. Not necessarily. Okay. Mm. but uh yeah i'm doing good zach thanks for asking um mm. unfortunately we're gonna be in the negatives or low level temperatures with like ice storms and stuff yeah. jalen well, and i picked the perfect time to take our anniversary trip apparently we just oh, got yeah. lucky i was gonna say some Great. of us will be in the negatives next week not mason he will be in the gulf of mexico on a cruise ship <laughs> yeah you're looking for him yeah if you're looking for me i will be there Super excited. Um, we recorded this episode early so that I could be a part of it, but the next one I will not be available for, unfortunately. Mm. But um, yeah, looking forward to our trip. Super excited to, you know, take a little bit of break, even though we just came back from a holiday break. You know, you can never have too many breaks. So that's what I've always said. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the episode of The Office where, uh, um, Jim's like, yeah, Pam always tries to see how long until she can take vacation days after the new year. This year, she made it three days. <laughs> uh, Mason, I will also say that um, Florida had like tornadoes this week. So Yeah. yeah there's one know, going going south doesn't, uh, doesn't necessarily mean better weather all the time. Uh, weird weather. It's crazy. We had huge winds all across the nation. And then we have this massive cold front coming in that's just going to freeze everything and it's going to be miserable. So, not a fan of the cold front. I'm already Tends dreading it. the cold. Famous passion. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have we uh, we honestly have a pretty packed episode today. We have a lot going on, so we're going to jump right into press releases. I think, um, you know, the press has started to pick up a little bit. I think all of us have a couple of things we're going to talk about here. So. It's maybe kind of a rapid fire press release segment. Um, and so, Mason, why don't you get us started off? Yeah, what so um, we are all huge Star Wars fans for the most part. Yeah. Um, one of the most successful, like outside of the movies, mm-hmm. uh, TV series would be Mandalorian. I right. felt like we kind of saw this coming because if something does extremely successful, I feel like they like either want to turn that into a movie or do a second one. Uh, we've uh, Inside Out was very successful to have a second one coming out. Uh, so Disney kind of 
if they come up with an idea they really like to go for it. I know they Disney didn't come up with this. It was Lucasfilms to start. But I feel like Mandalorian, like they just hit it head on. And so to end my rant, they are going to be recording this year the new Mandalorian movie. Uh, we'll be heading to, uh, there was a, I don't know if there was a projected time on when it's coming out, but it will be recorded this year. So what do you guys think about that? Are we pretty excited about that? Because I feel like that's probably one of our favorite series that we watch. Oh, yeah. hold on real quick. It's scheduled to come out May 22nd, 2026. Wow. <laughs> My yeah, goodness. I, yeah, I yeah, I thought this year was a little bit quick. I think it's going to kind of lead into it, It's the... recorded this year. Do gotcha. what or, or started shooting this year. Wow. I think it's going to be like the launching point of the next like what they're doing Star Wars trilogy-wise and all that stuff. And it says a separate movie set in a galaxy far, far away, December 18th, 2026. So it looks like there's going to be two Star Wars movies wow. coming out that year. I think that's the Ray one. So oh, that's, yeah. That's her That's her beginnings. I don't hate That's been in the news as well this week. Um, have you heard about all of that, Tins? Yeah. I'm nervous about how it's going. I didn't hate her as much in the new movies as some did. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they're going to test that theory <laughs> for the few well, us. Do we need to talk it. about it? Because I don't know what's happening. Or should we just not? So the director of the new movie basically came. I mean, she didn't basically. She came out and said, yeah, it's about time that there's been a woman star of this of, in the Star Wars movie. Uh, almost to, like just basically stating that we're going to make it obvious that this woman that is the star, we're going to kind of shove it in everyone's face is, is how it was, how it was communicated. So uh, I would not be surprised if it was very, I don't know, anti like male sentiment. It's very on that track of a woman who like doesn't need any man to help her is kind of independent maybe has other women around her. And so, which is kind of the same way Marvel has been, has, has gone with like the Miss Marvel and the, in the, that whole movie that came out recently. So we'll see how that goes. I, I hope it's good. I hope it's not just in your face. Like men are the devil and you know that. So not to get political on this podcast, cause we're not that, but that has been in the news lately of, it's been pretty divisive of a director of a star Wars movie coming out and basically saying, you know what? It's time for the women to take, to take over the, a movie. And so we'll see what happens there. Pretty interesting. So I guess it, it was a little bit separate than the last trilogy, right? Cause Poe and uh, Finn were kind of still part of that. Is that what we're going That's at? Cause she was the main character. Cause I feel like she was the main character of the last yeah. trilogy. Yeah. So are they just saying less of them, like more of her. Yeah, Perhaps. I mean, I think you can argue that Kylo, Kylo Ren was a pretty big piece yeah. of the puzzle as well. Luke so, Skywalker. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I didn't know. So now we know. But two, not one, but two Star Wars movies in 2026. Wow. Um, you know, they Grogu was like the biggest home run that they could have ever had. And I feel like they'll kind of just keep, you know, until people stop buying it, which they won't. 
I feel like they'll just kind of keep at it. So not a surprise there. But that was my that was my press release for the. Uh, if nobody kind of caught that, that was the something that happened over the week. So looking forward to that. You just have to wait two years for it. There you go. There we go. Love it. Tins, what do you got? Press release. All right. Yep. I got a. I got a couple. Um, I don't know if we just want to kind of go back and forth. I know you've got. So I stole one from you. Um, sure. but I'm going to go with my first one here, and that is maybe the most important news story in this cycle. The Golden Globes were the other day, um, and there is some backlash to some of the opening jokes from comedian Joe Coy. Um, <clears throat> took a shot at Taylor Swift. Made a, Oh, mm. yes, Mason. What's up? Uh, just real quick. Did anybody know who this guy was? Until, I, I mean, I'm, Maybe I'm sorry to offend him. If not, even though he offended the whole world during that, but mm. there's a lot of, you can get back into it. But I just didn't really know who he was. I'm gonna be honest. Um, Is he a well-known yeah. comedian? He's not like he's not Burt Kreischer or Nate Bargatze level, but he's he's good. He's got a couple specials on Netflix. He's not your taste of comedy. Gotcha. Um, okay, but he's he's pretty funny. Okay. Um, they were Sorry. they were desperate for a host. Nobody wanted to do it. Nobody wants to do it uh, because it sets you up for this. No matter what, everybody's gonna be mad at you. But he made some jokes about the show not gonna have as many cutaways as the NFL does for Taylor Swift. Um, so she was then they panned to her, and she was obviously not happy. Swifties were prepared to burn the whole Golden Globes down for them taking <laughs> a shot at their queen. Um, so that was the first news, but if you guys thought Taylor Swift was going to go the rest of the night not making any waves, you'd be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, longtime friend Selena Gomez and her were caught whispering and lip-reading experts caught what they said. Apparently, Selena Gomez wanted to take a picture with Timothy Chalamet, and Kylie Jenner politely said, no, that's okay. And there's a big, you know, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe she would yeah. do that. So lots of drama. This is our TMZ ver- uh, portion of the podcast. Right. Shout out to Swifties. I can't believe someone would – I can't believe Kylie would treat Selena like that. Go Swifties. I'm on Team Swifty. Do a little PR here for myself. Um, 2024 campaign. Uh, so, yeah, big news. It was all over my Twitter for some reason constantly for 24 yeah. hours. And that's what the Golden Globes want, right? No, I think that these things are planned. I'm not going to say that Will Smith was like paid to like slap Chris Rock. But if these things did not happen, then nobody would talk about it because it's awards that not even the people winning them care about. They don't show up to them. They do a little 30 second video Hey, thanks. I won the award. I already knew about it. Thanks to all my fans. I'm in Europe somewhere doing something, and I don't care enough to be here at this award show. So why should we? Would we be talking about this right now if it wasn't for that? No, we would not because nobody freaking cares. It's an award that nobody cares about. It's all of them. Nobody Does anybody actually be like, you know what? I'm going to listen to that artist more. I'm going to see that movie because this award happened. Maybe some people, but I feel like we... What, what was it? The cameramen were already there ready to zoom in on Taylor Swift when he queued that up. It's all set up to happen. 
And I just, it's kind of getting to the point where I'm like, oh, I'll still like buy into it, but it happens for a reason so that we talk about it. There's my, there's my rant. Go ahead. Uh, I would just like to extend one thing out to the Golden Globes or the Emmys. Um, they do have podcast categories. Oh yeah, when, you're right. Go ahead. When, when we get nominated for one, we would like to just state that we do care about yeah. your award. We'll be there. We would be there, and we're only talking about the actors and actresses and the singers. Yeah, they yeah. don't care about the reward yeah. award, but us podcasters, uh, it would mean a lot. Um, so I'm looking forward to our invites mm-hmm. to the Golden Globes next year. We'll um, show up. We will be there. Yeah, Thank you, Tens, for wrapping that up. I, yeah, I had to yeah, put that's perfect. It. Yep. Go ahead, Zach. I feel like you had something to say about some of that. Uh, I will say... Uh, there were a couple of other interesting things that happened. There was the, <laughs> the lip readers also were in on the uh, Timothy Chalamet Kylie Jenner conversation. <laughs> this is just like it was super cringy. It was just like I really like this jacket. Yeah, I might buy one too. And it was just like it was really. And then it was the interaction. I'm not sure if it was fake or not because it was a lip reader, but it went something along the lines of. It was them telling each other, like, it was like, I love you. I love you too. Do you, like, no, you don't, or something like, it was like really yeah. awkward and we, and it was like, mm, this is what's like eighth grade conversation with your girlfriend. I guess. Yeah. So that, that was also a thing. But then also, um, Kieran Culkin, who won a Golden Globe for succession, whenever he accepted the award, said, suck it, Pedro. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, to Pedro Pascal, who he beat. For the award, that was pretty funny. That's funny. They're both. Uh, I like that. Yeah. So that was funny. I'm gonna take my busy schedule as a podcaster working at a physical therapy clinic, and mm. I will add a third job, which will I will go to. I will attend and go to the school of lip reading to become yep. a professional lip reader. I don't know how much There's that makes. That that is an interesting job right there. So. Hats to all of you lip readers. They could also be making this up and nobody knows and they're going to f- buy into it anyway. So it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. My first, I've got a couple of press releases as well. Um, like Ten said, the, uh, this, this is from the world of Marvel who has opened up a little bit. Uh, recently, they, there's been, so a new TV show is out, Echo, featuring, um, a couple of big characters from the Netflix Marvel timeline, including Daredevil, including Kingpin in this new TV show. And so uh, as kind of as soon as that dropped, Marvel officially made this statement that all of the Netflix Marvel shows are officially canon and added them to Disney Plus. So if you've been interested in those they're going to start showing back up, especially Matt Murdock. And that character is now in the MCU officially as well as Kingpin. But that includes Jessica Jones. That includes Luke Cage, the defenders, uh, a movie or a TV show that was a highly hated iron fist is now officially in the MCU. And so those are all available on Disney plus and we just kind of expanded our universe a little bit. I've heard mixed reviews. I've not watched the new Echo show yet. I have plans to. I've heard mixed result, mixed reviews. I've heard a lot of it's good. I've heard it's kind of hit or miss, though. Like Some of it's really good. Some of it is really not good. So 
I'll give that official review once I watch it. It's only five episodes, I think. It's just it's truly like a mini series, like God, could have been a movie, but split yeah. it up into smaller episodes for the sake of it being a TV show. So uh, I'll give an official review on that as soon as I get it watched. Uh, should you watch that? But I've heard some mixed things about it early. I've seen one episode. It was good. The acting's good. The story I like the storyline so far. The the CGI. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. It's like we're getting worse at special effects. It's crazy. As a country. Yeah. Back in the day when we used to be country, Transformers, what were some of the other ones that were just top-notch CGI? And look at us now. Avatar. We need to get it together. Avatar. The first we've one, lost, not the second one. We've lost <laughs> yeah, all ahead. our best. We've lost all our best men. All of our best CGI professionals. We gotta find them. We gotta train <laughs> these guys up. They're we gotta out. Train up the new guys. <laughs> all the old ones are gone. Yep. Also, you need to get that trademark, Zach. Zach's uh, should I watch that? It needs to be trademarked. We're working on that. We'll talk to our lawyer. Our get it on the hoodie. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Coming at you. That drops. Uh, Tins, did you have something else to talk about press release? Yes. Um, speaking of CGI and, and crazy TV shows, um, The Walking Dead. If you're a mm. fan of The Walking Dead franchise, you know that the main series wrapped up last year. 11 seasons, I believe. 10 or 11. Um, too many. Too many. Eight seasons, too many. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on now. You got other shows still running around here doing stuff that yeah. should have been canceled long ago. Uh, Walking Dead, um, beloved character Rick Grimes mm. disappears in one of the later seasons. Um, he He's beloved. Really, the show went downhill once he was gone. Uh, they have now come off with a bunch of miniseries spinoffs, as most shows and movies, successful movies and stuff do. Once again, uh, honing in so on the, the whole highly anticipated uh, you find something that everybody loves and cares about and you just late keep February reproducing what you came today. up with. Mandalorian, any like so, big time walking yeah, dead. Grimes, I'm frozen. They like to not take something like, Oh, this did really well. Let's just, you know, recycle it again, do a little side to the ground. Yeah, just a little bit. Game of Thrones is doing the same thing where Game of Thrones is super popular and then they came out with uh, this new spinoff, the House of the Dragon type thing. And so I think that has become pretty popular. If you got a good idea, you got a, an IP people love, why do something different? Uh, why just keep with the same thing you've been doing? So you watch the Lord of the Rings series that came out, they uh-huh. did the movies. So it just kind of turns into this thing, but um, I'm. I don't know if you'll be watching The Walking Dead. I was interested to see what Tinsley was, uh, if he was going to watch it or not, until, let's just be honest, on the pod, his internet dropped and he is out, so we're pushing <laughs> along here. This is fun and entertaining for the podcast. but yeah, we don't need him. We don't need him, but you know what? That's a secret that we may never know is if he'll watch it or not and if it was good, which I could tell you probably was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Zach, with your next. Uh, All right, next, I've got yeah, one go last. Um, I I do have one last thing, uh, maybe two actually. We got a lot of press releases going on this week. Um, Apple has announced a brand new product that's been highly anticipated, and that is the Vision Pro. Uh, this is a competitor to things like um, the Oculus Rift or the Meta. Um, had a version of this as a as a virtual reality headset 
that's coming out. Mason, yes. um, how much would you pay for a virtual reality headset? Uh, I know a bunch of these. Uh, let's see, a couple hundred. But if this is like the next level, maybe like 500 max for right uh-huh. now. Okay, what if I told you these were going for $3,500? Holy cow, who is buying these? Division Pro. So that is the newest item out of Apple. It's dropping on February 2nd. Pre-orders are starting January 19th. So if you're wanting one, you better go on a list. Uh, These are going to go fast. I will say that from what I've heard about them, it's kind of like they are going to be top of the line. Uh, much better quality, but you're obviously paying for it. And so it's kind of that question of is is it worth it? Are they gonna start are they gonna come in? Is this going to be the next item from Apple that's going to come into the public consciousness is that everyone's going to own at some point? Kind of similar to the uh, iPod, iPhone, uh, now AirPods. I feel like AirPods are like that where it's like everyone has a pair of AirPods. It's, it's crazy how Apple has a tendency to do this and just take over a market immediately. And so you wonder if this is the VR market they're taking over. I've seen the some... Future. Yeah, you've seen some commercials. There was a big commercial on the national championship game where it was like someone's just looking into the real world, but then stuff is popping up on their screen and their vision, and they're seeing like icons kind of similar to the Apple icons we're used to. So potential to be very cool... New thing, but also uh, $3,500 is like, that's a lot of money. I mean, that's an enormous yeah. amount of money to pay for. That's like a a very nice computer, you know, mm-hmm. like a very, very nice computer. Or That's like a third of um, my spark. A car. My, yeah, my like car. a down payment on a car or, or a full car. Yeah. If you're talking about my car. I bought my car for about that much money. So, you know, it's... Uh, it's one of those, are they going to buy that type of thing? Uh, it could definitely be like the future. Like instead of there's TVs, people are just, they have that on. Yeah. They can see the world, real world, but they can also like watch something on the wall yeah. or they can interact in different ways. They can have somebody FaceTime where it's just like on their right like there, covering their eyes. It's going to be pretty interesting to see because so far, if you told me like 10 years ago, like, I feel like I'm almost judged for having wired headphones now. Like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a different, like, world right now that we live in. It's like, oh, especially flip phones, you get made fun of, like, definitely if you have one. Or if you get a free pass if you're over the age of, like, 65. But yeah. it's like, you move on. You No flip phones, no, like, headphones with wires. So I could see this being something like, wait a minute, you don't have one of these? Like, it's just your everyday, like iPhone or Android, it's like your everyday thing. This could possibly be that in 10 years. Who knows? But Yeah, it kind of feels like we're heading closer and closer to that reality that we know from movies like uh, Ready Player One, where mm-hmm. there is like an entire world that you can access through virtual reality. And this feels like a real step towards that, where it's like, this is not just a few games you could play in virtual reality. I think there's a potential to be much bigger than that. And so I think this is maybe a step towards that direction for sure. Yeah. Okay. Last press release I have um, while we see if we can get tens back on is um, 
there's some big news out of Tiger Woods's camp this week. Mm. Tiger Woods is officially leaving Nike. Um, and so one of the biggest contracts, uh, Nike has had a handful of just like the most massive contracts in history, including Michael Jordan, which is famously uh, made Michael Jordan an enormous amount of money, but also Nike grew their entire Jordan brand out of it. Tiger Woods was kind of a similar situation with golf and has had this, I don't know, when you think of Nike and, and, and Tiger Woods, you think of the the ball like trickling in at the last second into the hole. You know, you have that visual. And you have the visual of like the, the red polo uh, on Sundays. And so this agreement is ending. And so there's a lot of speculation around uh, what's gonna, what's next for Tiger. Obviously, he's um, maybe getting a little older, but uh, his son has kind of shown a lot of potential. They've been playing a lot together. Tiger Woods is still, even though he's maybe not at the top of his game right now, is still the biggest name in golf, probably. So there's a lot of speculation about where he's going to go with that. If he's going to sign with somebody else, start his own company, something like that. Uh, that's definitely been thrown around. So some interesting stuff coming out of the golf world. He's definitely big enough to where it would not shock me if he started his own line. I don't know what yeah. entails on that because even like, the Jordans, that is a Nike, that's his thing, but it's a Nike, like, it's by Nike. So it's like one of those things where you got to kind of wait and see, mm. but pretty interesting stuff. Because It is interesting. I stuff. thought he was going to always have it no matter what, unless he resigned. I don't know how that works, if he can resign, but I thought it was, you, you wouldn't want to lose him. When you think of golf, you think of, like, very few people, and he's, like, at the top of that list. Yeah. For so. sure. That's true. Well, let's go ahead and do this because while we're waiting on Tinsley, I know it's going to be picked anyways. Okay. But we're going to be doing a draft here in a minute about board games. I right. thought we would. And I have a history, a bonus, a uh, mm. little snippet of history, history with, with Mason. Mason. We haven't had one of these in a while. Probably what? Before Thanksgiving? Around, I just remember one of them was Halloween related, and I talked about how <laughs> horrible people are putting needles in candy and yeah. why we ruin things as a as a country. But a couple of like pilgrim adjacent, uh, yeah, histories <laughs> with Mason. All right, so everybody gather around. It's story mm. time with Mason today. I'm going to be talking about one of the famous games, Monopoly. Monopoly. Probably one of the longest games as well. It's going to be on our list. Uh, we'll see what happens. But Monopoly mm. is derived from the landlord's game created by Lizzie Maggie in the United mm. States in 1903. That's insanity. Just to, just that's like before cars were like used often. Like 1908 was the first real car. For this game to exist before that is just kind of insanity, just to be just to say that. So I would love to see what the first Monopoly looks like, uh, because it probably did not look like the paper um, with how it looks now. The cardboard, it, like, do you think it was how old do you think it actually looked? The first Monopoly game, probably pretty different than you what it wonder. looks like now. Yeah, because there's sure. credit cards now. You can actually play Monopoly, which I think is a nostalgic 
you know, use the paper money, but a lot of people want the credit cards now because it's easier. But um, yeah, created 1903 as a way to demonstrate that an economy that rewards individuals is better than one where monopolies hold all the wealth and to promote the economic theories of Henry George. I could not tell you who that is. That's not the guy that invented cars, was he? Old Henry? No, that's Henry Ford. Oh, yeah, that guy. Wrong Henry. My bad. Um, in particular, his ideas about taxation. The landlord's game originated had two sets of rules, one with tax and another on which the current rules are mainly based. When Parker Brothers first published Monop- Monopoly in 1935, so... Created in 1903, 1935 was published. The game did not include the less capitalistic taxation rules, resulting in more aggressive game. What if we had taxation like part of the... Nope, you got to take 10% out. Oh, as part of Monopoly? Yeah, Monopoly. That's what I... That would be very interesting. So mm. uh, you're like, oh, put some of that money back to towards uh, taxation there. Um, so Parker Brothers was eventually absorbed into Hasbro in 1991. The game is named after the economic concept of monopoly, the domination of the market and it's a single entity. There is hmm. your history with Mason. Very interesting. Monopoly, a game to monopoly. teach you things. Hmm. Interesting stuff indeed. Oh, Tinsley, who's been here the whole time. <laughs> you never left. Back like you never left, baby. We're back. That's fun. We're back. So I, yeah, yeah. We went ahead and just did some history with Mason on a game that will probably be picked, Monopoly, right? Just to inform the people and to kick off the draft. Okay, so here are the categories we are going to be picking from for our draft today. Uh, first category is. And some of these are going to be interchangeable, I think, a little bit, which is going to lead towards a little bit of making this interesting. But I'm going to say the first category is kids' games. Games geared towards children. That might be contentious. But games that, let's say, if you're curious of whether it qualifies, could a 10-year-old play this game and have fun? Something to think about. If not, maybe don't pick that. So, that's our first category, kids' games. Second category, we are looking at, uh, this is kind of the opposite, well, not opposite, we're going to call it traditional games. A couple of things around these traditional kind of label. It means it has to, we, we picked a year of 1950. So, this game has to date previous, prior to 1950. Uh, that is a game that's been around for a long time. There's a lot of those games, actually, more than you would think, uh, board games, games in general, that that predate 1950. Next, a strategy game. Again, that's kind of a big margin, but that might be a lot of the uh, popular games of today would fall into that category, strategy games, or a game like Axis and Allies, potentially. Popular <laughs> one. Uh, lastly... Uh, we have a card-based game. So whenever I say card-based, I mean not like you pull cards throughout it, but I mean this is a this is played with a deck of cards or a set of cards of some kind. Uh, 
as the primary way that you are playing the game. Uh, and then we have a wild card spot. So we have five games total uh, to fill our slots with. Any questions? Do we feel okay? We feel great. Feel good. I think this is going to be a fun draft, everybody. I think there are, there are a lot of really good games to slot into each of these positions. So it's going to be fun to see how it shakes out. Uh, categories make it a little bit more important of what order you're drafting in, I feel like, and what order you decide to take certain categories in. Um, because you can get in a bad spot pretty fast if you don't strategize correctly and, and pick some things that might go early. So, uh, interesting stuff. <clears throat> okay. I am going to get our wheel up. Spin that wheel, baby. Uh, here is the wheel. I am spinning it now. And... First overall is oh, Mason. Oh, let's One go. Mason is back, baby. I'm back. Second like overall left. is oh, Tins. Let's go. That's where I wanted. Uh, I'm, I'm on the turn. Third. Uh, all right. So Mason, one of one. Let's see how, <laughs> let's see how this shakes out. Okay. So Excited. I feel here's the thing that I was struggling with. Uh-huh. With strategy games, I don't play that many of them. He just right. talked about Axis and Allies. I have not played that. <laughs> Therefore, here's the thing. I'm going to stop playing towards like trying to get wins and clicks and just pick what I want in hopes that people will vote for me on who I am as a person, what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I'm not oh, trying to mean a brand on that's what yeah mm. but here's so um i'm not going to do this thing where i'm going to sell a game i've never played we all had a great time where this came from was we all played Catan together settlers of Catan. Mm. if you don't know what it is real quick because i want to i want to spout out everybody's gonna know some of these but uh this one there's a lot of resources the game changes each game and what i mean by that is you have these octagon shapes that will you just flip over and put them down. So the game changes each time. So it's not the same thing every single time. There's a lot of strategy with it. Um, my wife actually enjoyed it when she started picking it up. So it's a fun thing. Usually it can take a while. You de- you bring snacks with you. It's a fun little like interaction game. You trade resources. So you build up like settlements and everything to get points. So there's my little quick synopsis. Did you guys have anything to add? Rightful one of one. Yeah, it's okay. a good one. Awesome. I don't, uh, it's maybe one of the most popular games in the world right now. Uh, maybe, like, I mean, when I say the world, I don't know. It's in the U.S. and the, the places where we live, I feel like it's definitely a very popular game. It's fun. It's really it's pretty easy to play, but there's a lot to it. Uh, really fun game. Yeah. I like it. That's I wanted it for sure. but We played it nice. on uh, New Year's Eve. It was fun. Yeah, I feel like anytime we're all together, we try to play it. Um, it's fun. I'm, yeah. I think I'm going to buy the Xbox version just because I've been wanting to play it more. And I yeah. just play. we can all play online. We could mm. play Strangers. Whole thing. All right. Well, that's – I'm in a rock and a hard place here because I, want, I wanted Did it. Did you think I was going to watch that pick? Did no, you think I, was gonna, I thought you uh, were going to go kind of – chalk and yeah. do this um 
I'm gonna go old game or traditional game. I'm gonna go Monopoly, mm. just for the sake that it's probably in in my head like the oldest board game that people started playing, and it's popular. And I like Monopoly. I know a lot of people don't, but yeah, take Monopoly. It's it's a it's a brand name. Got to have it on the board. <laughs> Got to also have Boardwalk. That's one you also have to have. <clears throat> True. Uh, it's it's maybe has the furthest reach out of the board like the fact that mcdonald's adopted this monopoly style game the fact that like every major city in america or college like has monopoly versions that you can play of them five billion uh, versions yep. it's 120 years old at this point and the, the fact that people still play it there's online versions you can play for sure there's electronic version but there's but there's something about that original game where you're like distributing the physical little dollars and it's uh it is fun it's famously a very long game potentially depending on who you're playing with uh which could be devastating but also so there is a certain joy that comes with the uh just taking everybody's money and getting rich but then the devastation of when you start losing your money and you <laughs> land on the wrong spot it, it is pretty unique in, in how it's set up it's a fun game Agree. I'll, I'll take Monopoly any day. Good American fun right there. All right. Zach, mm-hmm. you can do this. I believe in you. We got some stuff going on here now. The back-to-back as well. Yeah, we got a lot going on. Um, boy. So I think what I'm going to do... Um, I'm going to take under card game. I'm going to take Uno. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of versions of it. There's a, there's a lot of ways you can play Uno. Uno is the easiest possible game to play and to set up. It's whether you're like young or whether you're old, it's always going to be pretty fun. There is a little bit of strategy to it, which I tend to like out of my games. There's a, there's some games where it feels like it's a hundred percent just luck and, and it's based on, and so some of Uno is obviously, but it's very fast paced. It's it's very there is some strategy as well as some luck. It's fun. It's lighthearted. So a very fun card game. I'm gonna pick that there. And anything to say about Uno? Uno's you great. summed it up. You summed mm-hmm. it up okay. pretty good. Summed it up great. This is the more interesting one here. Dead space uh, in a podcast. Very, very good. No, to it's have. it's anticipation. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do kids games. I've got a okay. couple, uh, but I think I'm gonna go sorry under kids games. Ooh, okay. okay. Is it interesting? That's a good one. My daughter likes that one. Yeah, sorry is it's not a hard game. Uh, it is a fun. There is a lot of fun board games uh, for children, or I mean, sorry, it's fun for any age. I think it's just it turns into, um, it's a fun time trying to sabotage people, and uh, it's not. There's not a lot of thinking involved in it, but it is a fun game. So uh, I played it a lot when I was growing up. So it's it's a, it's a fun one. Yeah, that's All what right. I got. Nope, those were top of the categories of card and kid game for me so that's that's awesome i'm glad that happened really Um, quick sorry could also been a traditional it came out in 1934 mm -hmm. by the way there you go interesting there you go all right um for kid game 
I'm going to go ahead and lock up Operation. Ooh. I didn't even think of that one. That's, that's actually a good great. one. Oh, that's kind of that was kind of in a wild card category. Yeah. Um, it's a fun one, though. It's fun. You act like you get shocked yeah. whenever you hit the sides. Mm. The anticipation of. It's much uh, different. Whoever designed Operation is kind of a genius. It, it is very unique in nature of like. Yeah, there's nothing really like it. Let's make stuff buzz when you like hit the side of things, like you're killing someone and during surgery. It's gonna be <laughs> hilarious to the children. While you're while you're surgically removing their heart. Oh no, you killed them. They start doing like goofy versions where there's like a a wishbone in there, like a bone is a wishbone or a goldfish in their like stomach or something like that. So they start making different versions that were kind of silly and fun, but. I didn't even think of that one. Good one, Tens. Thank you, thank you. Okay, All right, Mason, back to back. This is probably one that I I've laughed a lot during this game, and I don't know if it's the people that you play with. Mm. Um, there's another version of this game that is more for adults, but I'm going to go with card game apples to apples. That's a good one. And the reason why I'm going to pick it is because. It's just you get mm. so how, how it works is you get one card, it's you take turns and there's an adjective and then you have a person place thing idea and usually there's like a funny history like person or a place or just something that's kind of silly to go with that adjective and then somebody has to vote. So you really yeah. have to play towards your audience. So I would never pick the serious person. We've actually I believe have we played with your dad like Zach before Robert. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm pretty he's, sure we he's have. He's bad wants, at this game. Yeah. Well, he wants, <laughs> instead of the funny one, he wants to pick the the actual funny one. So if it's like electric, he yeah. wants light bulb. He doesn't want like something that's like silly and and dumb. But it's it's it, however you want to play it. You just have to play towards your your audience, audience, which makes it yeah a different game every single time once again. So. Really enjoy mm-hmm. that. I'm gonna go apples to apples. I will say it kind of. I feel like it spawned about a jillion games. Like, yeah, you mentioned Cards Against Humanity, which is kind of that adult version of it. But there's also like um, games like What Do You Meme? Or I, I feel like there is a jillion versions of that kind of card game where you matching up and connecting up cards that kind of yeah. spawned. So it really was like the game that. Sp- that spurred a, a jillion games that came after yeah. it. So pretty interesting. Yeah. So um, very nice reaction, Zach, to my uh, <laughs> pick there. Glad you were enthusiastic of it. Um, Sorry. So I was th- trying to think of specifically kids games and what I enjoyed when I was a kid. I know this is very like simple, uh, but that's what I liked when I was a kid. There's actually like huge versions of it now where they're like the size of my face mm. and that would be connect four. You can have like huge versions where you drop it down, but it's like the red and the blue um, little coin looking things and you can drop those down. That is for kids. Your, uh, it was it was in like the six uh year old I think range. kids is, I think kids is fair. Yeah, I think kids is fair. I played it when I was a kid. I don't know. I I guess they could like swallow the little pieces but I didn't I know if, I just didn't know if that was the category you were putting it in. 
I think yeah, it's fair. kids, but I could I could change it if we disagreed. But that that's one that's one that connect for super simple, kind of mindless, really. You kind of and you just kind of look and you try to avoid. But I feel like even adults play it now. But I'm gonna put it in the kid category because that was one that mm. I played a lot when I was a kid. I feel like so connect for locking it. it in. Thank you. Lock it in. Love it. All right, I'm gonna go. See, I don't know which category you guys want me to put this in, so I'm going to go card base, and if it doesn't work, I'll just throw it in my random. But I'm going to go taboo. Mm. As cards. I think card base is works. There. It's very yeah. card. Yeah, no, it works. That's I a good it's one. Fine. Sweet. Yep, taboo. It's one of those games where, it, you know, if you got a big group of people, it's fun. If you got a bunch of couples, you know, the couples are on teams, kind of see – how well you can read each other's mind. Um, and it's a good time for like inside jokes to get the, get the Same. right word on the card. So I'm going to go yeah. with taboo. It's, it's, it's a fun one. It's a crowd pleaser. Okay. I like it. Good pick tens. Thank you. I'm trying to just trying to, you know, stay right in the middle. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. This episode. <laughs> I'm right here. 2024, new me. New Less haters. Less haters. Just joking. We're on day 10. He loves haters. I love the haters. Um, okay, so I think I'm going to do this. Uh, I think I'm going to have to do strategy next. Um, and the other strategy game that I've, I've played and really like and own myself and do play pretty often is uh, Ticket to Ride. Mm. Um. It's a game that's not unlike Catan, where you're kind of trying to uh, play a, play a long like a long game. You're trying to uh, make trains that that span across the nation, and so it's all about kind of picking a strategy and following it through. And so it's a fun game. It's one that I don't win all the time for sure, but I, I do enjoy playing it, and so. Um, I think it's a pretty popular game. It's like in the top 20 games sold on Amazon this year, which was a list I did consult. And so I do like the game, though, so I'm picking it. Take it to ride. Yep, that's a good one. I've only played it a few times, but it is fun. It is in the same vein of like a, like a Catan, but mm. it's definitely, definitely worth a pick there on the strategy. Uh, okay, so... Here is where it gets interesting because I think there are a lot of things I could pick here. Uh, I was just gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and do my wild card. Ooh. Has everyone done a card based game? So everyone's got theirs in, didn't they? Yeah. Or wait, yeah, Mason, you got one? Yeah, apples to apples. That's right. I'm gonna have a lot of. Bonus picks, but here's what I'm picking here um, for my wild card. I think it, it's a very another very popular game that I end up playing maybe more than any of the other ones. Uh, and so for my wild card spot, I'm going to drop in code names. Mm. Um, Tense doesn't <laughs> like that pick. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> code names is a game that's you can play with a lot of people. It, it is a, a much. I think it, it's appropriate for the wild card spot because it is a much different type of game than your traditional board game. It is kind of card based. I think you could have picked it there and, and you could have gotten through with it. 
uh, one person is a, it's definitely like a word game. You're describing different words on a board. Um, and it kind of works out a part of your brain that you pretty much never use other than that. It's, it's very, it's a very unique, uh, game. And if you're the person that's trying to pick it. And so it is a fun one. It's fun to play with a group of people because every group is different in, in how you're going to interpret the words and how you're going to interpret different clues. Uh, like I said, it's much different than a lot of the other games we've mentioned, but it's a fun one. No, Codenames, that's a good it's it's a good pick. I just get a little burnt out on it because every time we're in a big group, it's what we fall back to because only yeah. like four or five of us want to play Catan and there's more of us than that. So Codenames is the the group True. game that you can play. But yep. you know, it is fun. It's definitely it's a good mix up. So there's your wild card spot. It's a wild card. All right, I'm just trying to make sure I don't double dip in any categories here. All right, I'm going to go strategy now because – or no, I'm not. That would be dumb. You guys already have your str- – wait, mm-hmm. Mason, do you we have could a strategy? Use a, you could use a wild card at, yeah, as Mason your strategy. Yeah, but you, your wild card, you mm-hmm. could pick a strategy. Yeah, there's no point in me taking a strategy. You guys already did, George. So True. I'm going to do my wild card, and I'm going to go with – and this is a game we really play a lot with Morgan's family, but it is Rummy Cube. Mm, I've never played that game, I don't think. Yeah. I think you would like it because it's math. You're doing math. Math doing and a lot matching. Of math. A lot of math and matching. I've math played and it. Matching. A lot of, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder here, Tins, no, you're but good. me and my brother's childhood was based around this game a lot. So, um, <laughs> your old child did. My whole childhood was Rummy Cube. <laughs> I actually have a poster in the back of this room right now of Rummy Cube. I'm just kidding. Wow. Go ahead, Tins. No, it's just it's just it's fun. Uh, it's been a while since I played it. I know Morgan and her mom, and now Macy like to play it. It's actually, I think, the first time I ever hung out at their house when me and Morgan first started dating. I we played Rummy Cube with her mom and and stuff. So it's it's more of like a sentimental pick. I'm trying to get a, a vote out of my wife one time. Um, so maybe this will work, um, but it is fun. And now it, we've we bought one recently. And we're gonna play it at the house now that Macy Macy knows how to play, so it's fun. Hmm. There you go. Good pick. Good pick. Thank you. All right. So this is something that I I'm shocked that it's even here. To be honest, be shocked everybody. I'm shocked. I'm going to go with traditional. This is way before 1950. We're going back to 6th century AD. Chess. <laughs> played on a board. Oh, you played So it's a board here. game? Yep. Why would you say that? <laughs> it's a two-player game. There's several two-player games you just talked about. I'm I, th- sure. I think chess is a good pick, Mason. Don't let <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> to bring you down. Listen, uh, I actually learned it recently. Uh, there's movies based on it. There is series. The sure. Queen's Gambit is one a huge Netflix mm-hmm. um, series. There, there's a lot of things just based on this. But um, I'm gonna go with chess. Yeah, really, you know, making become popular on Twitch. Work. People playing chess. Yeah, make your brain work. There you go. So chess, lock it in. Traditional. Really Mm. traditional. (laughs) Extremely traditional. Extremely traditional. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, 
Uh, and my back-to-back pick. Yep. Hold on. So how many categories we have? Hold the phone. Five. It's your last pick. This is my last pick. Oh, so it is wild card. I'm so excited. Uh-oh. This, nobody's going to agree with me, but this is also, okay. I like, so I just talked about the one that you use your brain a lot. This one's kind of mindless. Mm. Um, this one yeah. is a two-player as well. I'm going to go, we played this waiting for our shuttle to come pick us up back from Colorado, and that would be Battleship. It's just kind of mm. like a fun, like, hit, miss, like you're excited. There's no, like, really strategy to it. But it's like a, and it's been around for a long time, Battleship. It's it's a game. Uh, it's yeah. literally two things. It's literally, and you close up all the pieces inside. It's easy to take on the go, but I really like Battleship. So oh. I'm picking games that I like. Battleship. Uh, yes, I like Battleship. It was on my kids list. Yeah, if you watch the uh, the Squid Game TV show, they played that as one of the games uh, to come down. Where the two teams played each other in Battleship, like real life Battleship, kind of where they were yeah. in the ships to win four and a half million dollars potentially. So that was pretty fun. Oh, oh, solid pick I'll there. Watch Battleship. Thank you. So I feel like I did pretty decent this time, guys. You did. I'm, I'm proud back, of you. baby. Thank you. No, you being back would you be ruining it. Uh, um, <laughs> bring old mason back yeah we want old mason back and my next pick is ferrero rochelle's <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> stop saying it wrong it's fine all right go ahead with the next pick all right um i'm gonna finish up mine with the strategy game and i'm going to go with life the game of life mm. yep that was on my list you gotta, you gotta make choices right out the gate are you gonna start working you gonna go to college you gonna get married you have a bunch of kids. I don't know. Game of life. Game of life. Game of life. It looks good on the board. Pander. 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 It's a good pick. Um, okay. My last pick. It's my traditional pick. Um, I, I thought it was probably going to be here. And it was. I really. So I will be transparent. My traditional pick came down to. My three options on the board were Monopoly, Chess, and my third option was the wonderful game of Checkers. Uh, checkers is uh, chess for people who don't want to think quite as hard as chess. Um, it's I, I think Checkers has a place in the world because it is kind of a middle ground between something fun to do whenever you want to play something that's going to like be competitive, but you're also not going to have to learn all the rules of chess and, and strategies and things like that. It's pretty simplistic in nature. You play it outside of Cracker Barrel while you're waiting on a table. Um, we all know Mason loves to eat at some Cracker Barrel. So uh, <laughs> I think checkers is just a super simple game that you learn when you're young and then you get to play it and it's, it's fun. So uh, I think it is a is a classic game that still stands the test of time. It's like, what is the simplest possible thing we could have? It's the the only thing is you can jump over people uh, to take their stuff until you have all of them, and then you win. I mean, it, it's like the simplest concept, but uh, it's very fun. So, King Me, there's that King the King Me part, King Em. So, I think we do have a lot of honorable mentions. I know I do. Um, my kids category, especially my kids in my wild card category, had a bunch that I was paying 
that I, I felt sad I didn't get to pick. Uh, one of those, maybe number one on my list that I didn't get to pick was the game Trouble. Yep. Uh, that was pretty big in my childhood as well. Trouble is a very fun game. We you played Trouble a little thing in the middle. Here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we have a bluey version of Trouble. It's Macy's. Ooh. It's fun. We play it at least once a week. She gets very fun. mad. Her and Morgan team up on me. <laughs> uh, another kids game that two other kids games really fast. Uh, one is Mousetrap, another game I played as a kid. A very uh, unique game, but a very fun one. And then another one that I, um, I got to play pretty recently with um, one of my nieces was Hungry Hungry Hippos, which is also very fun. Good one. Yeah. Uh, it's, Dang it. it's classic. So I didn't that. think of that one. That's a good one. My yeah. honorable mentions. Sorry, Tens. Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. Uh, Candyland. Candyland um, on my list as well. You could use it for oldest too, for like yeah, traditional Candyland's old. I almost really? did that, but you, mm-hmm. you, you, I had to pick Monopoly second. I yeah. think Scrabble was also traditional, nineteen thirty-three. If you want to be, uh, if you want to be entertained, Mason words with Mason playing Scrabble. Uh, I'm not the best with words <laughs> and spelling in general. And then uh, my last one, what did I have? Did we go over um, Clue? Clue was the other one. We played oh, yeah. that a little bit, but yeah, uh, I, I didn't know where Colonel to put Mustard. Clue. I yeah. didn't know like I, I guess it's a strategy game, but it's also just kind of a wild card. So mm-hmm. I didn't know. Well, what to do I also with thought it, it was very middle. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So those were the my, some of mine. Tens? Did you have any left over? No, those were you, you guys oh. covered all of them. Okay. Wow. Yahtzee was kind of on. That was on my wildcard list as well. Yahtzee's pretty fun. Um, yeah, that was most of the ones that I cared cared about, I think. Pretty good list. Pretty interesting picks by all of us. I, I'm excited to see how, if we get some votes and see how it shakes out, because uh, lists are very different, I think. And so we'll see um, who the people vote for. Very interesting. All right. Well, that's our episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in to our Messing Around Mondays. Uh, We will be back on Friday weekend preview. We have uh, results of NFL playoff games coming at you. We have, I am sure, an enormous amount of news about coaching searches and transfer portals and all of the above. So we have a lot of sports still going on, even though we are approaching the end of the football season as a whole. Uh, So come hang out back with us on Friday. We hope you enjoy your Monday and we will see you then.